This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com, more than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com, shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com, defenders of the true school. What it is and what it do, this your boy Lawrence G. And this is your boy Joey Burnham. And this is the, the Grown, Grown Ass, Ass Man Hip Hop Show, where we talk about love, life, hip-hop and grown man shit and everything in between yeah what's up man this is the grown-ass man hip-hop show i am joey burnham and i am lawrence g what's been up man what the fuck you been doing cuzzo man we have been living life man i've been living life man uh we got a special guest in this mofo we got uh the one and the only jonathan crane in the building i'm the master of fear I don't even understand what he means when he says that. I just don't question him because I'm scared. Tell him who Jonathan Crane is and explain that shit I right know. quick. Well, for all the people who don't know who Jonathan Crane is, I don't think you should explain it. I if want you, it to be explained. I don't think you should. L- bitches, y'all got Google. He's reaching into his pocket for something. If you hear a loud couple, call the police. We're not. There won't be a show next week. Uh, what are you reaching in your pocket for? Two pennies. One pint-sized condom <laughs> and three needles. How the fuck do you know about the size of my dick, first of all? But um, I'm reaching into my, my pocket for a coin. So both of you, I, when I flip it, depending on that, I'll tell, I'll tell what you want to know about the Batman character to honor uh, Two-Face. So you're just going to tell them any damn way in a real roundabout slip? I hate you. I hate you so bad. And he flips the coin. Okay. We didn't even. I, we didn't even get the pick. Which was what? Hmm? That's some bullshit. Who was heads and who was tails? Oh, oh. Uh, I, I made that up in my brain. Tell so, the people. Jonathan Crane is. Um, he's the master of fear and the. Uh, he's the overlord of suffering. He created the fear toxin. He's from the, the DC universe. Uh, many of you are familiar with him. Uh, he was probably uh, one of Batman's most well-respected foes. Um, I I believe in spreading fear across this globe. That's that's what I'm about. I've always been about that. So when I say that I'm the overlord of suffering, understand that it comes from the heart. It really does. So um, okay, that that's why I call myself Jonathan Crane. His real name is, you know, it's Jonathan Crane. Professor Crane. So that's that's what's. Was he the Scarecrow? Yeah. Did yeah. he eventually become the Scarecrow? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But so many people, I, because of out of respect for uh, Lord Infamous, I won't call myself the Scarecrow. So I'll just be Jonathan Crane. Oh, I, I, I feel that. So that's the explanation. Fear toxin. My fear toxin will engulf you. Yes. Yeah. So uh, from comic books to Gucci Man. <laughs> yeah, that's a one hell of a set. That's a nice little jump. Um, yeah. So apparently, 
the government has decided that Gucci man of all people, not Martin Luther King, not, not even Bush, not uh, Barack Obama, Malcolm X, not Malcolm X, Tupac, not Tupac, Biggie, apparently Puffy, Suge Knight, nope, the, the newspaper man from around the corner, your nope. black mailman, Usain Bolt, Michael Johnson, Michael Jackson. Nobody of use. Nobody of use. The government has decided we're going to clone Gucci Man. <laughs> Who Goo-wop. the fuck would these Goo-wop. people are eating this whole. And we know this is an old ass story, but this shit Gucci just Man came up in conversation. So we, you know, decided to talk about shit. What scientist? <laughs> what scientist <laughs> in what lab? Just just to, to imagine all of those scientists sitting around and going over the DNA structure of Gucci. Of Goo-Wop. <laughs> well, first of all, I, any person that listens to Gucci Man and calls himself a scientist, I need to see your credentials. I'm really, I'm really afraid. I don't, I don't uh, want my scientist that list. That, that's what it is. I think you figured it out. <laughs> it was some scientists in the world who said, you know what? It needs to be more Gucci Man. A scientist, a, a, an intelligent, brilliant scientist, decided I'm gonna clone Gucci Man. How did he clone him? How, what did he did he go to his concert or did he invade his house when he was asleep and prick hair? No. Did he get a semen specimen? They asked him. They just walked straight up in prison and said, "Can we clone you?" And he was like, "Oh, Burr. so he was in prison." <laughs> that was Gucci was- Man, the world is in peril. We need your services to protect the world. Would you like to be birds? I didn't even finish. I would you like to be cl- bird? <laughs> okay, give me a sample of your hair. Yeah, that's exactly that is exactly what happened. That's how it played out. Yeah, I don't. I'll tell you straight up, man. Any doctor, scientist, uh, phlebotomist, <laughs> urine uh, tester, uh, <laughs> urine tester, <laughs> urine tester, whatever that job is. I don't want you around me if you listen to Gucci. I'm sorry. I'm really afraid. There's also something else that you have to think about. What about all of the failed attempts to clone him? There are like jars and jars of Gucci failed experiments. Listen, there was only one failure that actually made it. (laughs) That was fat Gucci. We must kill it. This is the Gucci Gucci abomination. (laughs) 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 He's like a goddamn uh, tall heap of goop uh, <laughs> that resembles. Uh, we must but, kill it. Put it out of his But memory. that one was the lyrical but, one. But he still does. <laughs> but that motherfucker has bars. He still does have the, the, the ice cream tattoo on his face, though. They kept that. They kept that. That was we. This is the way we'll identify. They all, all of the them. real Gucci. Gucci clone. That's some crazy shit. Attack I, I got the clone. Gucci clone, and they got like a. That's some funny shit. They got a bunch of failed experiments. <laughs> a puddle of Gucci's. <laughs> Burr. Then they got one failed experiment that was actually smart. Gucci speak. Hello, I'm Gucci man. <laughs> I've decided to bless the world with decent hip hop. Kill it. This isn't good. And I'm also a neuroscientist. Betwixt. Shoot it betwixt the eyes. Oh my lord. It's shat. 
Now we have Gucci shot on the floor. And that's how they came up with Burr. That was the birth of Burr. Gucci shot. Burr. But, uh, yeah, man. So um, going from Gucci, one, one trap abomination to another trap abomination. Um, you're going to talk about who I think you're talking about? I need to talk. I need to, I need to um, say something to you guys. Uh, I need to have a. I need to have a confession. I need to free my soul, if you will. Um, we all know how I feel about Young Thugger and Future and this new generation of rappers, but Little Yachty has officially pushed me to the brink of hell no, fuck that shit I can't stand for anymore. Yep. What did he do? What the fuck did he do? Um, well, it's just his constant disrespect of old school rappers, we'll say, or or I can't, you know, I'm not even going to say old school. I'm going to say, um, out of respect, I'll say forefathers or, or... Yachty or Uzi Vert? Yachty, Little Yachty. Little Yachty was dissing him? Yes. I thought it was Uzi Well, Vert. Uzi Vert did too, but it's like all of them kind of, like this whole okay. generation in, in, in unison kind of just made me say I, I gotta take a stand somewhere and I just you know because here's what's happening. Okay, what did Bert what did ooh, what did um not fucking Bert, goddamn um what did little Yachty stupid ass Little say? Yachty, first of all, he you know you know, he was talking about the fact that you don't have to spit a cold sixteen anymore to be hiding if you just want to get a hot beat and say uh 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 and call the song uh you can do that and he made some kind of off kilter reference to Scarface and then he says, fuck J. Cole. And he's, I mean, basically what the kid is doing is trolling. That's not even where my issue sits. And then little Uzi Vert, you know, he, ref, you know, the old footage, he's pretty old now, about a month or two old. He just refused to rap off of a 90s instrumental. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Just wasn't really used to doing it. Maybe he just didn't feel like doing it. So, I mean, you yeah, can't freestyle no way. But yeah, here is, yeah. here is, here, here is why I he drew the line. the DJ Premier beat. It was on, um, was that a hot 97? That's uh, Ebro in the morning. Yeah, Ebro with Carmelita and Ebro and uh, Rosenberg, right? Yeah. And they was like, rap over this 90s beat, DJ Premier, and Lil Uzi Vert was like, man, I don't want to do it. All it has is drums. He was just being real negative toward the beat. And, you know, just. He don't want to do no 90s shit. Typical, typical fuck shit. Typical young nigga fuck shit. But here's where I draw the line. We have gone from you don't have to be lyrical anymore, which is bad enough, to. You don't even have to use words anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's just like at some point, I you know me, I'm I'm very liberal and I'm very I'm very open to other hip hop experiences. Yeah, you're pretty fair, man. I'm pretty fair, but at this point right now, man, I got to take a stance and 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 say fuck that because what do we have if you take words out of hip hop? You know what I've always thought that something that I, I always think about when people kind of when an artist kind of comes and he, he says that uh, words aren't important and I, if I just want to do this, like he said, if I just want to say the same word over and over again over a beat, let me do it. And I never really criticize those guys because I think the to me, all of the criticism should go towards their fans because he just told a fan of who like people show up at concert. Thousands of people show up. I'm saying one word. I have a beat. You can find it. You can find a great beat on SoundCloud. You can pay these SoundCloud people. And um, 
And you could say that one word over and over again. He's basically like, I'm saying if I want to do this, I can do it. And as I an artist. So, at, so, but I'm, my point is, can't you, can't, can't they do it? As an artist, you have every right to do the, to make the art you want to make. No, I'm talking about the fans. I don't understand. I'm like, he literally just told you I'm here. I am making all of this money. I'm saying one word. Why? In the, if, if I'm a fan, I'm thinking, holy shit, why the fuck am I listening? I could do this. I can fucking do it. That, that and that's becoming the problem. As a matter of fact, that's been the problem in hip hop. Was we got too many damn dickheads trying to do it. And if he's saying music is that goddamn simple, no, he's just saying that he can make it. He can find a turned up beat, and if he wants to say uh 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 yeah yeah all over the beat and tar- and and um call the song yeah, he can do that. He well, doesn't a- have to spit a code sixteen. He doesn't have to have bars in order to make music. As a fan, why would you buy that minimal effort from him? You know what I'm saying? Even though, I don't know. I'm saying that you can produce a minimal effort. And so so what's the point? Okay, the reason why I I like Scarface is because I can't be Scarface. I can't be Rakim. Right. No matter how hard I try. It's, it's like this is a talent. But if you don't have any talent and you're just not only do you not have talent, but you're not even really that catchy. It's it's what are you really bringing? Because you didn't make the beat, so what are you what are you adding? So if I'm a fan of that person, I'm literally like, there should be a light that goes on that says, "Fuck, what what am but, I getting out of this?" But the labels are co-signing this bullshit, like you said. The fans are co-signing this bullshit. Um, at some point, okay, I can ride with the young dudes and what they're doing. I understand. It's a new generation of rap. We got to let new people in for the culture to grow. But if we letting you in and you're not growing the culture, then what's the point of you being here? Like, literally, we're going to the point where, like I said, we're not. We went from not having lyrics. It ain't about lyrics no more. Y'all remember that conversation? Yeah. Y'all remember that time when it ain't about lyrics no more? And that shit was bad enough. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where it ain't even about words. You can just mumble through some shit. And, and if the beat is hot enough, you own. And at some point, even I got to take a stance and say, okay, enough is enough, and we need to go back to some bars. We got to go back to rapping. We got to go back to saying words. That's why I can't let people like Young Thug fly, because you may like him, and he may not be the worst rapper of all time, but he's in, he's inspiring someone to be the worst rapper of all time. Right. And maybe he's inspiring somebody to be the best. I don't know. But nine times out of ten, you're going to copy the person you admire. So you're going to get a whole lot of copycat-ass young thugs. And that's going to be a whole lot of niggas who can't rap. All them niggas are feminine. They all mumble. They all got some kind of weird dreadlock thing going on with the hair. And they come off very unintelligent. They come off very unintelligent. And they all come from this cookie-cutter mode. You know, 300 Entertainment. They kind of they turn out the bullshit. out this Fetty Wap bullshit. Like got, I, Three hundred got Fetty Wap. Uh, they got they got Fetty Wap. They got Young Thug. Is and who are they? Is um Three Hundred Entertainment is, is headed by who? Leor Cohen and um yeah, somebody that, else. But I that kind of fits. Leor Leor Cohen. The, the culture. Left. The culture vulture. He is the. <laughs> He's the 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 one of the originators of of going and and um, assimilating a culture and 
Do you really think Leo has a culture vulture? I mean, the same dude that managed Run DMC and 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 uh, you can manage Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. He, he's and, a businessman. Uh, Maybe he had love in his heart, but in the end, he was a businessman. He was a guy who he wanted his money. He 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 kept things moving. You have a guy like that at every record label, or you had a guy like that at every record label when they existed. But I don't feel like he ever really was like Rick Rubin or like. I know that Russell Simmons loves hip hop. Right. At the core, he yes, he wants money. Yes, that that's a big deal to him. But I know that he loves it. I can't say the same thing for um for Leor. I think that he loves money and success. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to love the culture that you're supposed to be involved in. I I, I feel that. And and don't get me wrong. From a business aspect, dude, I completely get this new generation of hip hop. It's dude. It's cheap to make. And it's, and you can make money off of it because with trap music there are no samples, so you ain't got to worry about sample clearances. You're already plugged into a system, so you're getting radio play. I mean, it's not like it's not like producing a Kanye West record where you need got like you know three four hundred samples you got to clear. And Kanye West himself said he he's made more money off of John Legend than he has himself, just okay. because of the samples. And and so I get the I, I get why from a business perspective that's good, especially with the shape that music is in right now. But it would seem to me, as a person who thinks about business, that if you want to change the music industry, you change the quality of the music. Yeah, it makes logical sense, but because it makes logical sense, they're not going to do it. Uh, especially because we're so far gone off the deep end with this bull. Yeah, I don't know. It's that shit. This shit is very fucking depressing. I mean, it's about the fans. You know, the fans, the majority of rap, I didn't say hip hop, the majority of rap fans, especially young ones, they want palatable. Fun, turn up shit. Turn up choreless music. The music is just as young and immature as they are. So it's a uh, so a re- good representation. Not all the way around let because me, you got. But let me say 19. this though. Let me let me say this. It's not. I say that blatant statement. You know, I hesitate to say it because everybody isn't like a turn up kid. But that music does represent a lot of the youth and hip hop is getting to the point where hip hop speaks for the older crowd and things that aren't hip hop speak for the younger crowd. That's where it seems like it's going. There's so many divisions going on in the culture right now. You got the whole black hip hop versus the white hip hop thing going on. Then you got the old hip hop versus the new hip hop shit going on. But we can sit here and we can... um talk about what's wrong with this shit all day long my question how do we start to fix this shit how do we how do we how do we take the culture back and it and can we do it can it be done i i mean that's that's such a i don't really know man i mean i i feel like I don't know if it, it can really go back to the way it was, but we can go forward and um, we can go forward 
Okay, let, let's just let's just let me say let me take way. the let me clarify those words. Take the culture back. Okay. When I say take the culture back, I don't mean take it back through the nineties. No, I mean like take it just away a, from just the back bullshit. To a respectful level. Right. 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 I feel like okay, they have their their area. I think that as long as they are, you put them in a category and you say, okay, well, this is the category that you're in, and this is the music. You, you're actually not doing hip hop. You're not really doing rap music. You're doing something else entirely. You're doing mumble music. You're doing melodic mumble music, and that's you're you're on the melodic mumble music charts. Right. This the is, same thing this Cassidy is where you, said with DJ Vlad. Right. Exactly. Um, so. As long as that doesn't, you know, don't put them in the hip hop category anymore. It's like, okay, you're you're mumbling. You're not really saying words. You're you're literally saying the same word over and over again. It's kind of like club music. You know how club music is like, I love you, uh, I love you, uh, I love you, and right, it's like right. that's that's the entire song. That's how I view them. It's like, okay, it's just something that's looped over and over and over again. There's really no meaning. People just get their glow Wanna sticks, pop Molly, and dance to. They it. go get glow sticks and go crazy. So that's. I think that's kind of the answer of saying, okay, they're in that category. They don't really take it serious. They're not a really high level artist at all. They're just like, okay, that's that's what I am, you know. And as long as you're not, I don't get as offended as long as you're not pretending. As long as you're not saying this is high art. Maybe it is your own painting, but you're smearing and shit. So, <laughs> and then my question, speaking of what you were saying, Joe, about it being young and all that. Whoever said that. About it being young and all that kind of stuff, I can no longer take that for an excuse, because when I was fifteen and sixteen years old, that was uh, it was written. That was reasonable doubt. That was, dude. When I was in when I was in high school, it, everything that came out when I was in high school was it was written. It's dark and hell is hot. Um. Uh, all the, sh- uh, the Rough Riders Volume One, all that shit came out when I was in high school, when we were young. Okay, we did have our dance music too. Don't okay, we did. Luke was still popping back then. He had Scar out, and we, we were still doing our thing. But is but, this but all world, this generation wants to do? Is turn up like but, we we wanted to party, but and we wanted to dance but we also wanted to hear some good shit 1993 and 94 were different times in the world it's not just i think that those times are just that's you grew up in a world and and that world the music was shaped by the world that you lived in so i think now things are maybe i think they it's, it's the technology generation i think they're just the world that they live in is driven by different things so i think that's why your music even though you were 14 15 years old that's why, you know, you were listening to It Was Written and they're listening to Little, Little Uzi Vert and, you know, some other mumbler or whatever. Um, I think that it's just a different time. <laughs> so even though you they, they're the same age, they're not the same teenager. Right. I, I, I feel that. I, I, mean, I do understand that. A lot of these young motherfuckers, Uzi Vert, Future. Little young niggas. Uh, 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 young thug. Fucking Lil Yachty. Um, all these little whack ass mumbling ass motherfuckers they can make a lot of money making bullshit and their fans will eat it up and they can become millionaires and take themselves out of the hood and better their lives making bullshit which I don't hate on that aspect of it 
but they don't respect the art form. They don't, don't respect, respect the culture, culture and they don't have to because they're literally being rewarded millions of dollars for being whack. Whereas, let's be honest, the guy who can really fucking rap is going to struggle. He's going to struggle. Yep. He's simply going to struggle. Yeah. Let's well, how do you be, explain Jay-Z? Let's just be real. Uh, and and that's the reason why I say all MCs need to learn how to make songs because Jay Z is a lyricist. Jay Z is a freaking good ass rapper. Jay Z came up in a different time, but he came up in a different time. But by that second album, Jay Z was figuring out how to make songs. Okay, what's your question? I'm just saying, like to these to the to the lyrical dudes. When you gonna learn how to make songs? Because the only way we can put the whack niggas out is if the lyrical dudes start making songs. Big Pun was a lyricist. You listen to Capital Punishment, that was bars all the way through, and the nigga only had two singles. He had uh, what? Still not uh, not a player, and still not a player. The the remix to the other one. Okay, so I know what you're saying. You're saying stereotypically, the whack niggas can't rap, but sonically and musically, they're on. And they all, and pace. they and they outwork let me, let and they finish. outwork the lyrical niggas. Yeah, musically they may not have the lyrics, but they have the melody and they have the music on track. Everything's good on that end. That a lot of the MCs stereotypically they got the lyrics, but everything else lacks. So stereotypically, I would agree with you. I would agree that the MCs need to step the game up. Uh, the same way that Big Pun was able to be a lyricist and a hit maker, the same way that Jay-Z, same way that 50 Cent, the same way that Eminem were able to be MCs and hit makers. A lot of other cats need to do that. The MCs need to rise up and uh, step up their music game. I, I understand that. With that being said, it's like it kind of doesn't matter how good the music of an MC will be. And this is why. When you say MC, certain things are triggered in your brain. Take the stereotypical young thug fan or the stereotypical fan who likes that lane of music. And if you say the word MC to that person, they're going to say a lot of positive stuff. Maybe they're liable to say somebody who use big words, somebody who can rap, somebody who's more hip hop. So they might say all that. I like how you slurred their speech. Yeah, because a lot of them are fucking idiots. But, um, but they're also going to say somebody who ain't necessarily street, somebody who they like, they like, they ain't from the hood, uh, a little nerdy because they smart. Like, to be an MC in some people's eyes, as lyrically as inclined as they are, to be an MC is to be a book nerd, a nerd, somebody who's not in the streets. Do, because think about do it. Do you realize how, you get how that fucking good? grimy the Wu-Tang Clan was? Different era. I'm not talking about that Do era. you know how fucking grimy rock him was? Not talking about that era. You know how, on that fact, do you know how fucking, do you know the shit Common used to do? And we know all that. But if you ask the modern day kid who listens to that little yachty type of shit, like a 13, 14, yeah, fuck a thirteen and fourteen. You don't know shit. These kids, fuck them. These fuck, fuck them. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. These kids and a lot of people throughout hip hop history, really, but especially these kids, 
they equate being an MC with being a goody two shoes and a nerd. They equate being a trap rapper with being a balling ass nigga who got money and bitches and he living that lifestyle and he's making shit you can ride to. The trap star is seen as the cool dope nigga on the block. The MC is seen as the teacher that you don't want to listen to. Jay-Z is an MC. Not talking about Lupe that is an MC. And, and you and, and that's a good goddamn example. Uh, they ain't gonna listen to Lupe. Lupe but Lupe ain't no we talking about I've been shooting choppers since I was 18 years old. I got a gang of guns and a black belt, Lupe Fiasco. And understand this. I'm not arguing with you. I'm playing devil's advocate on purpose. I'm telling you. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. You you listen. Listen, hold on. I'm not even talking to you. You literally This is what the young wait niggas a minute, think I need to, about you, MCs. Excuse that's all I'm me, saying. Joseph, I need wrong. to I need to talk to the youth. You little 13, 14, 15 year old know nothing ass children need to sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and do some damn homework and let the real men make some hip hop shit. I personally don't give a fuck. That's why this is the grown ass man hip hop show. I don't give a fuck about your decision making skills because you've made little Uzi Vert popular. I don't trust your decision making skills. You've made little Yachty popular. <laughs> fuck you, little kids. <laughs> Go sit down. You know, all you little motherfuckers are on punishment. I am a disgruntled old ass old man. <laughs> That's what the fuck I am. Fuck all you young ass kids. Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your damn room before I beat your motherfucking ass. That's, pretty much. That's, that's what's that's all I That's all the conversation I got from you. Because it's obvious you need to, You ain't got no damn good decision making skills. And I don't think that they're really and, breaking this down. Take like this that. damn Reasonable Doubt album with you and listen to it. <laughs> Give me a book report on it. I, I think that art has always kind of been like this, man. I think that the truly amazing and brilliant talented artist has always slept on and the the idiot the the person who just sells what the crowd wants that person has probably been the most well respected all of these like when emily dickinson never released her poems they stayed even even though i'm not saying that i loved her poems but i'm saying that they they found them years after her death and now people are like oh my god they teach her her poems to people when they learn about literature same thing with uh shakespeare People know how, I mean, when you get to the ninth grade, Shakespeare's like, this is, you know, we'll we'll teach you Shakespeare. I Didn't he die? Like, wasn't he seen as a complete um, failure? Case. Yeah, he was, he, he was a failure yeah. at the time. He wasn't really, he was seen as a hack. Right, right. Okay, these people now that we view as brilliant, at the time of their lives, they were just, when they were alive, they were so people. Are, are you saying um, 50 years from now, we'll think little Uzi Vert is... No, I'm saying 50 years from now. It's just how the world, the crowd usually. 50, 50 the, years fifty years from now, you little <laughs> teenage motherfuckers will uh, overdose on Molly and do the <laughs> world a favor by having some kind of stomach lesions from sipping lean and you'll lay up in the hospital and this is you'll what be the crowd gone and, does. We'll, the, and the old man will be happy. The crowd does this. The crowd follows people like him. The crowd is not going to follow. Well, you keep on sipping your lean. <laughs> Popping your Molly, doing your Xanax. You keep on doing that shit. You just keep right on. Cause DJ Screw, he he lean caught up with his ass. His ass. This is what lean I'm caught up with Pimp C. This this I'm not gonna say I wish death on you, you little young fucks. 
But keep on sipping lean. Have all the lean you want. So what is this really about, man? Where is this anger coming from? Because it, it, it seems like it's more than just. I'm an angry ass old man. I'm just going to be an angry ass old man right now. Fuck but will that, even, will that I've help? Tried will that change be. things? It's making me feel better right now. It's changing my mood. <laughs> I can tell that, man. So fuck these young ass kids. Go to your room, you little fucks. Go to your room. Listen to some damn Jay-Z and some Snoop and some Nas. You're going to do it if I send you to your damn room. Go to so, your motherfucking room and turn on some damn Jay-Z. So, Jonathan Crane, what you're saying is all the real MCs are being slept on like artists throughout the history of the history. Of the history. They're being slept on right now because people catch on to them late. Um, maybe they catch on to them late, but it, I'm saying that the crowd usually follows a certain thing. So that's kind of what people have always done. And that's what this generation is doing. Um, I think that I think the hip hop was pretty unique in 1994. I think, yeah, you know, it was kind of rare to see that on the radio. You had certain music that would be released. But at the time, a lot of people, a lot of people do forget that. I mean, Illmatic didn't sell half as as well as as some of the bullshit that that was released. I mean, yes, people viewed it as a classic, but nobody bought, bought reasonable doubt when it came out i don't give a fuck what anyone says it was not a, a chart yeah, it was not a chart topping not it. even close so that's kind of what people did yeah they nobody really wanted that. to mess with jay-z during that time either i mean priority he released jumped that on. he had a, the number one song in the country and that's when people started listening to him right yeah he didn't priority didn't even mess with him until he had the number one album in the country and, yeah. and then he moved over to def jam after like second or third album that's that's kind of as a matter of fact he moved over to Def Jam right around uh ah, ain't no nigga like the one I got the Nutty Professor yeah, soundtrack yeah that one but yeah man it's like we need to hear more Rel why didn't Rel make it anyway <laughs> tell the freaks to find a man of their own <laughs> I'm like he's, well, he's that, talking he's not singing he's speaking why well, that, that was Rel yeah they find a man of their own Okay, real. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's that's real. No, but that's why he's only on that one song. Now real gonna come and find our ass and shoot us because he's probably a, like a a drug dealer or some shit. Now. But uh, what what I was saying? Because I, I don't think I made myself clear. This is what I was saying. The people who listen to the little yachties and this new generation of trap rap fans and are fucking idiots. The fans that enable these whack ass motherfuckers. They have a certain mindset, which is stupid. And it may be subconscious or conscious, but their mindset is they equate being an MC with an older time. They equate being an MC with being a goody two shoes. They equate being an MC with being a teacher. They equate being an MC with beats that they don't like, which in some cases, some MCs do have beats that aren't palatable for certain people that's why these damn mcs need to learn how to make um, some fucking music so they they and and we're gonna talk about that but the younger crowd equates being an mc with, with being whack with being whack and preachy and like an authority figure and they don't want to listen to their fucking teachers so why the fuck would they listen to an mc that's trying to put knowledge in them or let me tell you what i equate these little young trap motherfuckers to so uh, i equate you young trap ass niggas to being corny unoriginal unintelligent 
stupid, dumbass followers who can't create your own. But music. intelligence isn't what that's not what they're going for. They're just going for fun. They're going for something else entirely. They're going they want to feel good and well, you, they Mo- want to listen to something. Molly that makes you feel good. As as have all the Molly they would you say want. gets them turned up. But you turn up on that Molly, you little fucks. Turn up on that Molly. I need all you trap rappers to turn up on that Molly. I'm gonna tell you some more. Take all the Molly you want in OD. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me preface what we're talking about by saying it's not all of the young generation. This young generation has some great MCs, and they've got the Joey Badasses. They've got the Kendrick Lamar. Who has a song on the radio. They have the Denzel Currys. This young generation has some niggas that can fucking spit. So it's not all of them. What we're talking about specifically is that whole Fetty Wap, Uzi Vert, uh, uh, twisted up hair and dress lane. We're talking about that lane. That trap pop lane is really what we're talking about. Um, speaking of dress, and let me let me and before we get into the dress, let me let me say this last thing. Um, shit, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Okay, well fuck it. Let's talk about the dress. <laughs> speaking of dress, um, have you guys seen um, Young Thugga Thugga's new album cover? For no, my name is Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, I've seen his his new album cover, and uh, it's fitting. Uh, literally, it it does fit. Um, yeah, it, it's. I, I refuse. I refuse to care. Really, I refuse to to fall into the trap that he's setting, and people like him kind of set. Where, I mean, it it will accomplish. He accomplishes his goal if we sit around and and it becomes a big deal. Of course, we're about to talk about it, which that does mean it's kind of working, but. I refuse to just you direct, you refuse to fall for the troll. Yeah, too much energy into it because it's like technically he's been pretty consistent with that. I mean, um, you said that there was some sort of Italian designer. Yeah, he had. I cannot think of this Italian. I can't even say the Italian designer's name, but if you look it up, you'll see that uh, that dress was inspired by an Italian designer who he's had some kind of relationship with, and. He's also uh, modeling women's clothing for Calvin Klein. So, I mean, it's kind of fitting with what he's doing right now. But my thing is, um, for all the people who want to focus on, man, that shit gay. We are talking about a man who was naked on his first album. Not his, well, his first official album with a flower bed around his head. He's been pretty consistent with the bullshit. He had a leopard print shirt with uh, fingernails painted. Yes, I mean, we're talking about a man. Now, let, okay, let's talk about androgyny in hip-hop, because really that's what this is all about. It's all about androgyny. Is there a thin line between androgyny in hip-hop and being gay? Um, I, I think that if you're going down the Prince lane, I don't know, I don't really, I honestly can't say, I, I don't know what he's doing. I can't. I can't say. I mean, say it's what obvious that he's 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 reaching for this the androgynous um, uh, David Bowie. But I don't Prince really I don't really get a Prince vibe hair, from this. I don't think Prince ever wore a dress. Prince wore clothes that As were androgynous. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but <laughs> he wore he wore things that were that were pretty, def- definitely dainty. But did he go all out and just say, "I'm going to wear a dress"? I don't think so. I, I, well, I mean, no, but he was very androgynous. He was wearing makeup. He, he wore wearing makeup, makeup, and he had a perm. 
Yeah, Prince, he was uh, very androgynous. But there was still something manly about Prince. Yeah. Let's not forget that. There was something very manly about Prince. And it's something manly about Young Thug. But I think, let's let's talk about the dress and the album cover. What's the name of the album? The, uh, the name of the album is uh, No, My Name is Jeffrey. And think about and that title and that dress. And you see clearly what he's doing. He's trolling. Okay. And he's 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 clearly using a ma- a masculine name like Jeffrey and he's in a dress. No, my name is Jeffrey. And it was inspired by what? And that was I can't think of the guy's name. I don't even, well, I actually don't know how to say it. But uh an <laughs> Italian designer. Okay. Um let's talk about the photo and the cover as a piece of art as Exactly. Let's let's cuz it has to be separated. But I also so, want to talk about androgyny and hip hop too. We're, go, we're not going to forget about that. We're going to talk about that aspect of the album cover. Then we're going to talk about if we like the album cover, then we're going to talk about the bigger issue, which is androgyny. So the first one is this for me. If you look at the No, My Name is Jeffrey album cover, you'll see Young Thug in a fucking dress. A gown. He's in a gown. So forget. If you agree with him wearing a gay-ass dress or not, forget your opinion on that. It's a good album cover from a graphic arts design standpoint. Standpoint, it um, He poses in the, in, in the dress just right. If you look at it logically in the sense of is the product displayed correctly, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a dope ass album cover. I bet the photo shoot was off the chain. The nigga who took the picture and did the album cover, you can tell that's professional. That simple thing is on point. But when you scratch the surface and the ideals and the mindset and the belief that goes into that shit, when you scratch the surface a little deeper, then you got to ask yourself, do I agree with this motherfucker wearing a dress? Is he trolling? Do I want to be trolled? Is this gay? Is it not gay? And I would say that I just don't like his music. I don't like his fashion sense. I think he's a troll. I think he's a coon. And as professional as the cover of that album looks, I just disagree with everything about him. And let me ask you a question: Wrong with hip hop? If Andre Three Thousand did that same album cover and released the album, how would you feel about it? I'm 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 gonna be a hypocrite. First of all, I don't think Andre would wear a dress. Second, now he's 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 he would, he would wear a feather boa, which he did, but but I don't know about he, if he would wear a dress. He, he wore now a he had of, now he has done the pink pants and the pearl bracelet. Now listen, he's he's crossed that line in a very masculine way. Let me ask he's you, he's pushed question. the borders in very in a very masculine way. First of all, to answer your question, Lawrence G. First of all, I don't think Andre three thousand would wear a dress. Number one, number two. If he was to wear a dress, I think his music is already far enough out there enough for me to still not be cool with it, but understand it. Number two. Number three, he seems so much more artistically inclined than Young Thug that it would seem less like trolling and more like a point. Young Thug, it seems like he's just trolling. Um, at the end of the day, I will look at the cover and say, you know what? Fuck that, Andre. But I think I can appreciate it more. 
okay. coming from somebody so, like that. And here's my thing. I've all, and I, I said this to you guys earlier. Me personally, I would not mind seeing an MC who touched on androgyny and but had bars. I will be very interested to see how that would pull off. I'm talking about somebody who who does not come off gay, but is just androgynous, who just you mean pushes like, those like a borders. hip-hop artist that was kind of like the, a gold dust. He's basically like gold dust. You don't really know um, what to think. He, yes, he's going in that direction, but he's not going in that direction. Right, and got bars. Yeah. And has bars. I'd be very, maybe not, because Goldust could be a little feminine at times, and he could, he, he pushed he, it. He, he, was, he was just pushing the boundaries. But he pushed those, he pushed those boundaries. I wouldn't want a rapper to push the boundaries that far. <laughs> Pull back a little bit from Goldust. <laughs> yeah. But me personally, I would be interested to see that from a rapper that had bars. So Young Thug with bars. Young Thug meets Eminem. Young Thug meets uh, Chino Excel. Young Thug meets El Zai. Is that what you're saying? Nah, not that. Not he don't gotta have bars like El Zai in the dress. That's fucked up. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I, he don't have to. His bars don't have to be that hardcore. So who would you compare this guy? This make believe guy. This make believe guy I have in my head. Lyrically, who um, would you compare who, him to? He, uh, let's see. Who would I compare him to lyrically? Uh, lyrically, I probably would. Jada Kiss in a dress. What you mean? No, 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 no. Because that's too. That's too hard. It's gotta be Kanye in a dress. But see, if it's Jada Kiss in a dress, then that's hilarious to me. If it's, I'm, if it's, I'm a sick person because I, I, I comedy is just hilarious. That type of comedy. Yeah, I, just, just, I'm sorry. I would die laughing. I'm sorry, Jada Kiss. If it's, <laughs> I don't want anybody Top from five, the dead or alive. I rock a dress like no one else. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really. I'm sorry. No one's ever seen with their eyes. Top five dead or alive. Yeah, look at the way this skirt but hugs my thighs. Overall, yeah, <laughs> we can go on for days with this shit. But, but um, I, I get what you're but saying. But you get what I'm a young thug with bars. A young thug with bars. I'm interested to see that. Um, now I have to be a hypocrite and say that I I I, I do draw the line with Little Yachty and all his bullshit. I did listen to this album. It's it's the same old Young Thug. It's a, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. A lot of them niggas make them stupid ass statements about the 90s. A lot of these young niggas, they make those statements about us because sometimes we have made those statements about them and they kind of draw the battle lines. I feel like it's kind of unsaid in a way and in some ways it is said, but I feel like the young niggas feel like it's the young niggas against the old niggas. It's the 2000s against the 90s. So I feel like that forces them to talk shit sometimes. Sometimes we as older people, we talk too much shit about them. Sometimes the younger niggas, they talk too much shit about us. Um, but I can honestly say that we have, we, we had the best era of hip hop and the music that Kendrick Lamar, which carries the torch for what we grew up listening to, that is the best form of hip hop. Is hip hop an art? Yes. Can you tell people what to do with their art? Not at all. But at the same fucking time, you can have a monkey smear paint on a canvas and call it art. Or you can have somebody paint the face of a newborn baby and it looks photorealistic. And people will probably buy the monkey art faster than they'll buy the human who painted the baby. Unless the monkey painted the photorealistic baby. 
is the mo- is the monkey wearing a dress though? I think so. I, if <laughs> if and I the, saw the a dress monkey wearing wo- monkey's name is Young Thug. <laughs> God damn! I didn't even wow. mean it that I, way, but wow. I'm just being funny. But uh, that's just that's 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 crazy. Cold. But I make that point to say this. Art is subjective, but at what point do we say the monkey that slunk paint on the canvas is not as, it shouldn't be as celebrated as the human being that took time to respect the art and put the, who, who painted the photorealistic baby? I'm going to say this and then we can get ready to close this thing out. The monkey spewing, spewing paint on the canvas is very entertaining. Do not tell me you wouldn't. It is. It is. Pretty, you wouldn't look at a monkey. That, that is make probably a going to be more entertaining. It's going to be more entertaining. Whereas I would because it's a I monkey. Would, personally, I would appreciate if you just look at what what someone accomplished. It's probably as hard for the monkey to smear the paint <laughs> as it is for someone to create a photorealistic drawing. <laughs> so for him. <laughs> It's strange. <laughs> so that monkey in his world, he's the, the, he's the Picasso. He's the Picasso of monkeys. And in our world, the the guy who paints the photorealistic baby is really just average. <laughs> so the monkey, in a weird way, is better. <laughs> and, and maybe, and then, and then as humans, we're looking at the monkey and we're like, "That's not impressive at all." And he's like, "Do you know how hard that is, this is for me?" And it's, he says it like that, by the way. <laughs> he says it in his human voice. So now we got to talk monkey's monkey. like, my hands are feet. You try it, goddammit. <laughs> so now we got to talk a monkey a in a dress. Maybe that's Make why they're on. angry. Maybe that's why they're angry because they're like, I'm just trying to have fun. And then all of these people are being negative and they want me to rap over this beat that they know I can't rap over at all. Because come on, man. You know uh, that when Ebro gave him that beat, <laughs> you know he Ebro, probably looked Ebro at him was like, trolling what the too. fuck do you think I'm going to be able to do over that shit, man? He was trolling too. He was trolling. I just had a eureka moment. And you guys helped me out. It's the circus that people like. Of course. MCs don't bring as much of a circus, but someone mumbling, someone wearing a dress, someone with piccaninny hair. The three headed baby. People like the circus. Young Thug is a circus, and the circus is more entertaining than the artiste, if you will. I just kind of realized that, or I re-remembered it, if that's even a fucking word. Um, it came back to me. So so I can understand the circus of Young Thug and all those guys who are in his lane and why they're successful. Because like you said, the monkey is more entertaining because you don't see that every day. You don't see a nigga wearing a dress every day. So that controversy uh, translates In 2016, you kind of... You, you, you not see. rap. You, you see. But, we, that but, being but said, let me ask the question. Let okay. me go back. Ask going back question. to the androgyny. Going back to the in, the androgyny in hip hop. Do you think we need more or less of it, and can hip hop take it? Um, I just think wh- whatever whatever an artist, just be genuine. If it's genuine, I don't really care. It's not really someone's fashion sense. That's not really my number one thing. I mean, I'm going to judge. I'm going to look at someone's art and say, okay, that's that's your cover. But what do you have? What else do you have to offer? If someone wants to wear a dress because that's how they express themselves in in music or whatever, it's kind of like 
it's music. So music is kind of like filled with artists and people who have these concepts, people who have these ideas. Um, and um, it, it really just depends on like, it's kind of like the eye of the beholder. Sometimes people may look at it. Some people see something, a, a nude body is pornographic. Some people look at it and they say, but it's artful. It's the human form because that's just how they look at things. So it, I guess it just depends on who sees it. But no matter whether we think it should be here or not, it's going to be there. So as long as someone creates good music and they're not just trolling or trying to get my attention with something like little B named his album, I'm gay. Now it really meant I'm happy, but, but that was the point. He, like I said, he named his album. I'm gay. Why? Because he, he was trying to make a point that, you know, people love my music so much. They'll buy it. Even if it's called, I'm gay. So it's just kind of, I don't know. Sometimes you're just trying to get, some people are just trying to get attention, but, so on that note, um, next week when we do the podcast, Joseph, I shall wear a dress. Okay. Because okay. it is it is my artistic right to start to do podcasts in a dress. And I'll be butt naked. That's your right as an artist. And I fucking won't be here. That's what I hate. Motherfuckers <laughs> like you no. who won't be here when men are naked and wear dresses. <laughs> That's, that's what I hate. I hate that also, but that's what I hate. That, that's <laughs> he said I hate that also. That's the point I was getting to with the whole monkey smearing paint on the fucking canvas versus a real artist. My point is I hate when people do whack shit and then they protect themselves from the critique by saying, but it's art. But it's art. I, art, is, art is subjective. It is art because I said so. So you made something whack and bottom of the barrel, and you get to put your own art seal of approval on it, and I have to say it's art and like it and love it as art because you're defending yourself with this bullshit loophole. That's a loophole to me, and I don't like that shit. Art, art is is what everybody can't do. That's what art is to me. Right. Everybody's going to disagree with me because technically art is whatever art is. But at, for me, for Joey Burnham in my world, art is when somebody sits down and they make something that makes you think it's thought provoking. Not everybody can do it. Art is something that makes you proud when you look at it and it, it evokes some type of emotion, which he evokes emotions because he got us all heated or whatever fucking feelings we having right now. But I don't think that shit is art. You just can't say it's art. And to protect yourself from the whack criticisms you're gonna get, I don't like that. Bullshit. I mean, art can be whack too. Um, and on that note, there's there's bad art. There's some people who view it and they say, "Oh, this is this is terrible art, performance art." It's got a lot of those folks, a lot of people oh my who who were oh like, <laughs> and this person's just holding a banana, smushing it on his face, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, I've never seen such brilliance." So why don't we just hold our criticisms and not say a fucking thing if art is subjective? If if you can instantly throw up your your get out of being called whack card by saying art is subjective, how about we just listen to the music? Do they say it with a smile? Like and not because there's sneaky sniveling motherfuckers. Well, well, for that fact, I just can take my dick out and bang it on the NPC, and whatever beat comes out, we rap to it and call it art. Yes, yes, you could. And if someone says you're gay, if someone says it's not a good beat, then you can say art is subjective. <laughs> Who's going to touch that machine after he had his dick on it, by the way? That's not right, man. <laughs> Niggas get away with whack bullshit with the whole art is subjective 
shit. That's what I'm saying, and I don't fucking like it. And on that note, man, we got to break up out of here. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G. And this is your boy, Joey Burnham. You are Jonathan Crane, the master of fear, and <laughs> I won't be wearing a dress at all. <laughs> glad, glad to hear that. And like we always say about this time, grown ups, don't go out there and do no dumb shit. Because grown ass men do grown man shit. Old turtle looking ass nigga. Old, old Mr. <laughs> Popo looking ass nigga. And we out. <laughs> the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast? What?